Welcome to Four Cheat Codes to Become Powerful. I'm Seiko Varner. I'm the edutainer. You know, that's a combination of educator and entertainer. And today my presentation is going to be dealing with four cheat codes to become, become powerful. And I look forward to you getting some great information from this. So you might want to take some good notes or mental notes or both. Look, if you write things down, it goes deeper into your memory. Every time you write something down, it goes deeper into your memory. So I want this to go deep, deep, deep into your memory. So make sure you take good notes because we're going to talk about the four cheat codes to becoming powerful. All right. So I want you to be powerful. And I have three different ways that I kind of look at things. We have powerful people. We have valuable people. And we have people with little value. All right. Powerful, valuable, and people with little value, okay? So let's talk about becoming powerful. <laughs> All right. The powerful people can hire themselves or uplift themselves and anyone else they choose to uplift. So powerful people can give tangible things, not just good speeches, not just make you feel good. That's not powerful. That's valuable, but it's not powerful. Powerful people can make things change. Now, the valuable people work for the powerful. Value, so your teachers, your principal, the president of the United States, they're valuable people. The highest level of value is influential. So let's let me give you an example. All right. So. We have uh, Draymond and we have Mark. Who's powerful? Draymond. Nope. <laughs> Mark Cuban's powerful. Mark Cuban can hire Draymond or anyone else he wants to. And that's why I want you to become powerful. Because, look, valuable people are cool. And that's a great starting place. Athletes, workers, leaders, politicians, teachers, coaches. The highest level of valuable is influential. And as you see here, you can become more valuable the more that you know. So I want you to become very powerful. And the first step to becoming powerful is becoming influential. All right. So I said before that the highest level of valuable is influential because powerful people have the resource to do whatever they want to. Influential people have the ability to compel people to use their resources to achieve a vision. In other words, if I'm valuable, I can teach you something and help you prepare for that test. I can teach you something to help you prepare for that driving test. You know, I can teach you something. But there are people who have little value. We don't want you to be one of those. They can't uplift themselves. Many times they can't be hired gainfully. In other words, they can't really get a good job. And if so, they can't maintain employment. They can't provide resources for themselves. A lot of times they get trapped in poverty. So that's why we want you to be powerful. We want you to become very powerful, as powerful as you can. And the way that we do that is simple. Go up the steps because powerful people make things happen. Valuable people watch things happen. And people with little power say, hey, did you hear what happened? Did you hear that? You said, what happened? In other words, people with little value, they spend a lot of time gossiping. What's this have to do with Black History Month? We're going to teach you. So what I want you to do is start these things. I want you to do what powerful people do. Invest, save, and spend in that order. 
in that order. Valuable people, valuable people spend, save, and then they invest last. Invest first. That's what powerful people do. Invest in your education. Invest in your finance. Invest in your business. Powerful people use education to gain and maintain power. That's why people who are super rich, their children go to school so they can gain and maintain power. Valuable people go to get to, you know, they go to school to get a good job. I want you to become powerful. I want you to become powerful. So use your education to maintain the power you've achieved and to gain more power so you can do more things. So you can truly do more things. I'm going to spend a little time with this. What things am I talking about? Well, just think about it. To move to a different level, you have to do what the other levels do. All right. So the first step is becoming valuable. And you become valuable with education, skills, and experience. Education, skills, and experience. So going to school, that's good. That's the first step. And right now, it's going to school for free. So go to school, learn what you can, even stuff that doesn't make sense to you. I don't know why I need to learn that. Learn it because that information will allow you at some point to turn that information, that education into a skill and into an experience. The second thing, here are the steps. Second step, curate your circle. So surround yourself with people who are going to help you get to the next level. And curate means make. So you can make your own circle. You choose the people that you hang out with. You choose your friends, right? So choose people that are going to, if you want to have better grades, choose friends who will help you get better grades. If you want to be better in your sport or your art, choose friends who will help you become better in your art or your sport. You know, if you want to become more fashionable, choose people who are really high fashionable as your friends. You have the ability to create your circle, to curate your circle. And if you surround yourself with excellence, you're going to go to the next level of excellence. If you surround yourself with ratchet, <laughs> and I'm talking about the, the, you know, colloquial use of the term ratchet, you know, the real word ratchet means to make something stronger. But we use the term ratchet for people who need to do something to make themselves stronger because they're doing some whack stuff. All right. If you surround yourself with people who are doing whack stuff, you're going to do whack stuff even better. <laughs> if you surround your people who are doing some big things, you're going to do big things even better, even better. So the third thing is to seek guidance and oversight. Now, I want you to use your 30-year-old brain instead of your teenage brain. Here's the deal. As a teenager, there's certain things we don't want. We don't want people in our business. We don't want people looking over our shoulder. We don't want people telling us we're doing a good job, a bad job. We don't want people grading us. We don't want to be, quote, unquote, judged. Don't judge me. You know, you hear people using their teenage brain say, don't judge me. Well, you need to be a good judge of character. You know, you need to be a good judge if that food is going to be healthy to you or not. You need to be a good judge. So find people who are going to judge you, who are going to critique you, who are going to make you better. Because here's the deal. Those who achieve at high levels have coaches, tutors, and some level of oversight. So let's say you like NBA Youngboy, or let's say you like Beyonce, or let's say you like 
you know, you, you thought President Obama was a good president. You can think that, right? So President Obama had a cabinet that helped him make decisions, that gave him oversight, that said, man, you off case. This is whack. You, you're doing the wrong thing. Beyonce has a vocal coach to help her sing better. Yep, she does. <laughs> uh, if you look at any athlete, they have coaches to make them better. Simone Biles, love that queen. Um, she has coaches. She has people that help her make great decisions. So who's your coach? Who's your mentor? Who's your analyst? I did say analyst. Who is analyzing your moves and saying, hey, you screwing up? Or, hey, you're doing good. You can do better. Or, hey, you're at the top of your game. Who's doing that for you? The great thing is you can choose that person that can do that very thing for you. You get a chance to choose who that person is. You might notice there's a lot of choice here. There's a lot of choice here. You have a choice on you know, who's your coach. Now, there's some cases where if you're on a football team, basketball team, soccer team, you know, you don't necessarily choose your coach. But you can choose them outside of that. You know, you can choose that person in the community or you can find that person in the community. You can find their online videos. You know, you can find them in the DMs. That's where it's popping. You can curate your coach. You can curate your mentor. And most importantly, your analyst, the person that's going to stay on top of your back and make sure you're working at the top of your game and tell you when you're screwing up. See, look, your friends will tell you you're doing all right because they care for you. But the people who really, really, really rock with you, the people who really, really love you are the people that say you're messing up. Get right. Do it again. Yeah, do it again. Yeah. Do it again. The people who tell you that are the people who truly will help you get to the next level. And a lot of times we don't want that because we're using our teenage brain instead of our 30-year-old brain. But the good thing is your brain is here and you can access your 30-year-old brain right now. So you don't really have to just simply listen to your teenage brain. You can listen to your 30-year-old brain. The one that's going to say, don't worry about it keep moving. The one that's going to say, you'll get through this. The one that's going to say, it's not that important that this person said this to you. you no, know, your teenage brain, I don't want anybody saying that to me. Your 30-year-old brain, they don't pay my bills. <laughs> they don't get my grades. They don't pay for my house. They're not building my house. They're not running my business. They're not handling my investments. They may not be that important. Who's your coach, your mentor, your analyst? Look, are you getting advice from people who are not achieving? So let's say you want to go in the military. They're like, ah, oh, girl, God, dude, whatever, man, don't go in that. Ain't nobody trying to do that. That stuff is crazy. Look at what they're doing. If they're not achieving, they might be the wrong people to listen to. If you want to go to college, let's say you want to go to college, right? I used to help people go to college. I used to be an access advisor. I did that for six years. And so we help people go through that whole process. And a lot of times I would argue with families who would say, we can't afford it. Yes, you can. This is how you do it. But they told that student, we can't afford it. So they thought in their mind, we can't afford it. We can't even work with it. Or the family told them, you don't have good grades. You ain't that smart. You ain't college material. Everybody ain't got to go to college. And I would sit there and say, 
you don't have to be the smartest. <laughs> you don't have to. Look, uh, a lot of people revere Dr. Martin Luther King. Wasn't a good student. His report card was whack, but he helped change our country. Bill Gates, his report card was whack, but he helped change our country. And both of them went to college. Now, I'm not saying you have to, but use your 30-year-old brain, because 30-year-olds, we're kind of looking for people who know what they're talking about and are on top of their game. And we might listen to the people that we love, but we focus on the good advice from our coaches, our mentors, and our analysts. And the next thing, accept challenges. Now, this is the crazy one because most people don't want to do something difficult. I don't like math and math don't like me. I'm not good in that. If you believe that the only thing that you should work on are the things that come to you easily, you're basic. Well, you'll be basic. Look, um, Serena Williams, Venus Williams, they were good, but they weren't great. And they worked at it, and they worked at it, and they spent minutes, hours, days on the tennis courts become what they are, great. It didn't happen overnight. It wasn't because it came easy to them. It wasn't because it came easy to them. You look at anybody in history who's done something great. So let's talk about this. <clears throat> Netflix has this fake movie called Self Made about Madam C.J. Walker. The reason I call it fake is because it's historically inaccurate. One of the things that they have in there is a lady named Addie who's her nemesis. The person that she's fighting against, her nemesis, right? All right, so in the film, the nemesis is a lady named Addie. Well, the real person, the real sister, real black woman, that helped Madam C.J. Walker by teaching her, who already had a beautician and beauty school, actually had a college. Her college was called Poro College. It was a whole city block long. It was at least six floors. It included a hotel. It included a college. It included a restaurant. It included a beautician place. You know, you get your hair done. You know, of course, I don't have that problem. But <laughs> it included stores, too. This place was a whole city block long. This place, so Poro, P-O-R-R-O -R -R -O College, and uh, Annie Malone, A-N-N-I-E. I should have put her name up there, um, but Annie Malone created this by herself back in the day when it was hard for Blacks to achieve in America, and it was hard for women to achieve in America. Look her name up. I mean, you can find it. I'm telling you, you can find her name. Her name is easy to find. Um, so if you just let me type it in, A-N-N-I-E-M-A-L-O-N-E. I can't remember what city she was in, but uh, she's in Yeah. So look up Annie Malone, because I'm telling you, she was about it, about it. <laughs> she did some big things. So make sure you look up the name Annie Malone. Um, and, you know, do your history because understanding history is super duper important. Look, people who study and understand and revere their history are those who are in control. People who don't really care, don't really follow, they make the same mistakes over and over that the predecessors, the people that came before them did.
We don't want that to happen to you. We don't want that to happen to you. All right. So let's go back. Accept challenges. If it's hard and it will make you a stronger person, do it. You hear now people saying, oh, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. But if you do much, you get much. And if you're doing too much, you're probably achieving more than others. Look, nobody wants to be a basic B, <laughs> bum. Nobody wants to be a basic bum. <laughs> but basic people do basic things. Basic people do basic things. Let me repeat that. Basic people do basic things. Don't be basic. Do something hard. So if math is hard for you, do more of it. Yeah, that sounds crazy, right? That sounds crazy. But if you work on something, just think about it. Walking was hard for a toddler. You know, children just learn how to walk and they keep falling down. Well, what if they said, I ain't really built for this walking. Walking don't like me. I don't like walking. They still would be, you still would be crawling. If you didn't, you fell down a lot as you were learning how to walk. What's interesting is the people around you applauded and cheered you on as you fell down and got back up. And now it's a little different because people don't really cheer for you when you make a mistake. So cheer for yourself, but get back up and keep walking. Do something difficult every day because the more you do things that are difficult, the easier they get. The more you do that algebra problem, you know, you keep repeating it, the easier it becomes for you. You know, like for instance, I have a hard time reading. So I have to read things three times for them to make sense. And, you know, people say, oh, you're slow, but that's cool because if I read it three times, after the third time, I master that information and I get an A on that test and you can do the same. Your number might be three. Your number might be five. You might have to read something five times for it to make sense. But after that fifth time, baby, oh, you on top of it. You're going to get that A. Do something difficult every day. Do something difficult every day. So we've been talking about the cheat codes to become powerful. So let's go through them again, right? First one is make sure that you really take great time and great effort in gaining education, gaining a skill. Look, knowing how to do something and having the experience to do it makes all the difference. So gain a skill. And that skill might be, I don't know, you know whatever your skill is, gain a skill. <laughs> gain a skill all right and then get experience in doing it as well because experience helps you become stronger and look i'm only going to employ people or give opportunities to people who have experience in my business i want to make sure you know what you're doing so right now you can go out and get your own experience you can get your own experience yes you can all right so that was the first step the second step is curate your circle Find the people that are going to make you get on top of your A-game, all right? First step, seek guidance and oversight. Find mentors, coaches, and analysts so you become better. They're going to get on your nerves. They're going to get on your nerves, but you'll be a better person for it, and that's all worth it. And then accept challenges. I want you to spend time and accept challenges, all right? Do things that are difficult. Do something difficult every day. All right. I'm Seiko Vana. I'm your entertainer and uh, 
let's take some questions. If you have any questions you want to ask, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because I want you to be powerful. And I'm taking my sweet time. <laughs> Peace.